0: Hello and welcome to Retrospection where we take an old show or film and see if it should be given a license to kill or have its license revoked. In this episode we're taking a look at Never Say Never Again, the unofficial Bond film from 1983 my name's colin and oh how reckless of me i made you all wet and my name's paul and
1: i did in fact lose four pounds and god knows how many free radicals oh
0: you've been exercising again
1: a bit a little bit about as much as um, connery does in this movie
0: ah so not at all (laughs) never say never again stars sean connery as james bond Klaus-Maria Brandua as Maximilian Largo. Max von Sido as Blofeld. Barbara Carrera as Fatima. Kim Basinger mm. as Domino Pitacci. Bernie Casey as Felix Leiter. Alex McCowan as Q, oh, although actually he's called... Uh, Algie. Algie in this, he's not called Q. So that yeah. credits weird in IMDB because it's not right. Edward Fox as M. Pamela Salem as Miss Moneypenny and Rowan Atkinson as Small Fawcett. <laughs> Makes me laugh. Okay. Screenplay yeah. <laughs> by Lorenzo semple Jr. based on a story by Kevin McClory, Jack Whittingham, and Ian Fleming, and uncredited writing work by Dick Clement and Ian LaFrancis, which explains why there's a certain joke in the film.
1: Uh, and you'll have to point that out to me.
0: Yes, yeah, certainly. Directed by Irvin Kirshner.
1: How did it take so
0: many people to rewrite the script of Thunderbolt? Uh, Because Kevin McClory... Well, I'll explain why later, actually. Okay, all right. uh, Music by Michael Legrand. And the theme music is sung by Lanny Hall. Although there's a different theme that was created for the film, Mm -hmm. which is sung by Felis Hyman. and And personally, I prefer that one, the one they didn't use. You can find it on YouTube. I don't think I've heard that. It's, it's, oh, I'm look it up. Look it, it's yeah. better. So, it couldn't get any worse. No. We should start off by explaining why there were two Bond films in 1983, this one and Octopussy starring Roger Moore, and why a Bond movie starring Sean Connery is considered unofficial. So, go for it. Back in the early days of Bond in the 1960s, Ian Fleming, Kevin McClory and Jack Whittingham worked on a potential Bond screenplay called Longitude 78 West. This was dropped, and Ian Fleming took ideas from this script and put them in his novel Thunderball. He did this without crediting McClory or Whittingham. So McClory sued Fleming, and then Eon Productions, who make the Bond films, made a deal with McClory that he could be the producer on Thunderball, but not be allowed to make any other version of the novel for 10 years. Mm In the 70s, McClory started working on an adaptation of Fundable called Warhead. This project was dropped when Eon Productions complained it went too far with the copyright restriction. At the end of the 70s, there was another attempt by McClory, and this later turned into Never Say Never Again. And a final attempt by Eon was made to block this version, but the case was defeated in the high court. McClory also attempted another version of the film in the 1990s with Timothy Dalton. This was going to be called Warhead 2000 AD, but this was scrapped. Now later, Sony bought McClory's rights and attempted to make their own Bond film, but then were sued by MGM, who now owned the Bond franchise. Sony settled out of court and didn't make their film. Then McClory continued to sue MGM, but the court in 2001 rejected his case. After McClory died in 2006, Eon bought the rights to Thunderball from McClory's family and were able to reintroduce Blofeld into the Bond movie Spectre. Phew! Who'd have thought it was so complicated? Yeah.
1: There's a few things in, in all that 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 are interesting. I would have quite liked to see a Timothy Dalton version.
0: Yeah, so would I. Title's rubbish. Terrible title. Yeah, yeah Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
1: Yeah, and um, the the other thing that 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 stands out for me as well is
0: it, it, What is the fascination with Thunderball anyway? I don't think there's a fascination with Thunderball. I think it's just because that's the only one that Kevin McClary could claim any copyright to.
1: But, but, um, but surely, he, I mean, I understand these reasons for wanting to keep to, to keep banging on and, you know a dead horse kind of thing. But my God, I mean, surely you you're, you're going it's gonna be one remake too many eventually, and even he's gonna realize that the diminishing interest in it is gonna impact on that at some point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but he I mean, kept... it
1: impacted on this movie, didn't it? Really, <laughs> it
0: did. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, can it... you imagine how, how big a, a, a Connery return to Bond would have been if it had been anything other than this? Yeah, it would have been huge, I
0: would imagine.
1: It would, I mean, I've got the grosses here at the, t- at the the year I mean, we had Octopus. Medication came out. for that, pal. Oh, I'm taking it, it's cream. Okay, um, Octopus came out the same year, didn't it? Yes. And Octopussy made 187 million worldwide. Mm -hmm. And this movie, which everyone thought was going to trounce Octopussy because it was Connery returning after such a long time, only took 160
0: million. Yeah, it's not fair behind, though. It's still behind. I think
1: they expected it to do a lot better than that.
0: Yeah, and imagine Sean Connery did, because, you know, I imagine it was the biggest two fingers up to Kobe Broccoli, who he hated. Well, there is all that as well. I think a lot of uh, people think that he, uh,
1: one of the reasons he decided to take this on is, is to give a big two fingers up to Covey Brown. Oh, as. yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah,
1: because mm-hmm. he always kind of felt a little bit hard done by
0: by him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the title of the film apparently comes from Sean Connery's wife because Sean Connery was like, "No, I'm never doing Bond again," and she said, "Never say never again." Yeah. He had a lot of creative input in this movie, though, as well, didn't he?
1: Uh, Yeah, apparently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the things that enticed him in. Mm. Notoriously not not the most uh, easy chap to
0: to work with. Is is there anybody he hasn't sued? (laughs) Um...
1: There's a moment in this movie where, um, when we get there, I'll mention it, but I just thought to myself, oh, I bet they kept that shark a long way from him.
0: Oh, yeah, right.
1: Probably in another hemisphere. Probably, probably
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of the Bond regulars in front and behind the camera were approached to be in Never Say Never Again, but they turned it down, um, possibly, so they wouldn't upset Cubby Broccoli. And this includes John Barry as well.
1: George Lazenby was considered to play the part of Bond
0: at one point when they didn't think they were going to be able to get Connery. Ah, that would have been better. You think? It would have been a whole different kind of Bond film with a... With an actor who only got to do it once, who wasn't, you know, bothered the whole thing. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But uh, apparently when Connery started to show interest, they
0: ditched him like... (laughs) Yeah, well, I can, yeah, I appreciate that. (laughs) You know? LeGrand wrote music for the gun barrel sequence, only for them to find out they were not allowed to actually use the gun barrel sequence.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I never knew that until today.
0: There you go. That's why it has that. It begins with all those 007 symbols all over the Ugh. screen. Yeah. Uh, Connery, unsurprisingly, hated the producer of the film and went on record as calling it a bloody Mickey Mouse operation. <laughs>
1: that sounds very Connery. Yeah. So Couldn't that, say any more, Connery, unless you did Connery voice when you said it.
0: I was gonna try, but then I thought better of it. Maybe I'll do one later. Just throw one in. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Don't. <laughs> Uh, so that's all the, I mean, there's loads to talk about information-wise this film, but probably could go on all day. So do you have anything really urgent you want to discuss before we hear the trailer?
1: I, I just thought it was interesting that Connery was 52 at the time that he made this, and he was actually three years younger than Roger Moore. <laughs>
0: hmm, that is interesting.
1: In all fairness, though, Roger Moore does come across as older.
0: Yeah. Orson Welles
1: was was apparently going to play one of the bad guys in it.
0: That would have been interesting.
1: You fit him on the screen.
0: Widescreen, we're okay.
1: Orson Welles and Sean Connery's ego in one place. Ooh, up, that could have been tricky.
0: Yeah. More explosive than the explosions in the film, of which there are very mm. few. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Richard Donner turned down the directing job as well, apparently.
0: Mm, okay.
1: Barbara Carrera turned down Octopussy to do this because she wanted to work with Sean Connery so much. Now. It, it is. It is swings and roundabouts with those two movies. Though, yeah, it? it's <laughs> like it's like is
0: that a bad decision or a good decision? Because I have yeah, opinion. They're... I have opinion about her in this film. Have you? Yeah. Do you want it now or later?
1: Oh no! Throw it at me when she
0: when she's uh, when you're ready. Okay. Yeah. All right. They wanted her to play the title role in Octopus. Trying to remember whether that was a decent role in Octopus or not. Whether it's just I can't it, think. It's it's a big. It's a better role than this. That's it. Let's do the trailer. All right. Off we go.
2: Sean Connery is James Bond, agent 007. Never say never again. My name is Bond. Oh, you're Mr. Bond. Mm-hmm. I believe I'm having you in half an hour. Oh, splendid. Your room are mine. Have Mr. Bond? You're marvelously well equipped. Thank you, James.
1: So are you.
0: Good to see you, Mr. Bond. Things have been awfully dull around here. I hope we're going to have some gratuitous sex and violence. I certainly hope so too. Bond. The game is over.
2: Sean Connery is Ian Fleming's James Bond in Never Say Never Again.
0: Well, well that tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So we begin with a 20th Century Fox logo, and then an Orion Picture logo, which is just not right for a Bond film.
1: No, you you, you already know that something's amiss, don't you? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Credits begin. We fly over Swampland with 007 written all over the screen. Mm -hmm. We fly over... In case you don't know. Yes, in case you thought you were watching something else, which Mm -hmm. you technically are. Mm -hmm. We fly over a large house in the woods, a man's running along the road. Then through the trees, we see it's Bond. James Bond. He punches out a guard and he looks at the communication lines. For us, a device like Frisbee that attracts the guard's attention. He zip lines along the lines and then takes out another guard. Oh, it's all action here. His
1: hair looks a bit manufactured, doesn't it? You know why, don't you? I do know why, yes.
0: <laughs> why, Paul?
1: Because it is. <laughs> so, so what do you think
0: of Connery's wig? It looks more interested to be there than he does. Well, <laughs> you know, and not a lot of people know that realise that Connery is actually controlled by that wig. <laughs> it's like Is he really? Yeah, I it's like it's that. like a face hugger, an alien. It clings to his head and tells him what to do. And it it's like, oi, Connery! Because the wig has so little respect for him, it doesn't even bother calling him by the right name. It's like, oi, Connery, you're gonna play a Russian submarine commander. But I don't have a Russian accent. Don't matter, sunshine, do it. That's his wig. So Connery is basically scared of the wig, especially knowing that it used to adorn the head of an East End gangster back in the fifties. Ah. Yeah. That's why it sounds a little East End. It's all like syrup of figs and all that stuff. And mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. his wig was going to do a spinoff. What was that called? Double O syrup. It's about a guy who has to take the wig into Blofeld's location. So it can attach itself to Blofeld's head and take him over. Uh, but the wig pulled out because the story involved it changing colour, and it didn't want to do that. And the film was originally called A Time to Die.
1: <laughs> you didn't get those facts from IMDb, did
0: you? No, no, no. Got them from. You my... You should post I, all that. I got it from my DB.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you should post all that on on oh, yeah. IMDb I?
0: <laughs> as
1: facts. I mean, disprove it.
0: No, yeah, no. So is,
1: is he is he dead? Is, is he is he
0: dead? Sean Connery or the wig? The wig's still alive. <laughs> i think he's alive isn't the he? wig moves from actor to actor oh does it oh yeah who knows who's got it next
1: do you think shatner's had it
0: no 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 shatner won't survive
1: wouldn't work with shatner
0: no it wouldn't work with him. it's got standards the wig <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, clearly not it's in this movie
0: that's true that's true
1: <laughs> so so bond uses a blowpipe to take out one of these guards
0: yeah you don't like that it's a bit elaborate isn't it to use a blowpipe yeah. Elaborate for a... Hold on. Elaborate for a Bond film. Well, I've never seen <laughs> Bond use a blowpipe before. No, but you see him using watches that fire lasers and <laughs> uh, mannequins that turn into bazookas. So why, what's what's wrong with a blowpipe? Why I is that what, elaborate? I
1: suppose, what I, I suppose what I mean is he, he's gone there to, to, to do this thing that he's going to do in a minute. Um, what, Why take a blowpipe with you? Because it's silent? But he's... <laughs> all right it just seemed a bit
0: silly to me only silly if he sucks rather than
1: blows (laughs) so i've been told
0: so he looks over the roof grabs a rope and abseils down throws a flash grenade in the room which explodes but the explosion is a lot smaller than the reaction of the men
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh they're they're milking their five seconds they're like
0: (laughs) and all it did was go poof So he swings in and guns them down, and he mm-hmm. looks into a room and sees a woman tied to a bed. A woman? Oh, sorry, that's that's <laughs> the other guy, sorry. The other guy, here. yeah. He walks in, and a man grabs him. They fight. He knocks the guy out, and Bond unties the woman, and then stabs him.
1: So this is a training exercise,
0: apparently. Apparently, because we cut to M watching what we've seen on a monitor. An instructor mentions a time it took. Hmm, not too shabby, says Bond. But dead, replies M. Mm-hmm. And then points out that Bond should have known that a millionaire's daughter kept captive for eight weeks may have been brainwashed. So I've got
1: questions about
0: this. Oh, no, not questions. Yes, yes. So this is a training exercise. Absolutely.
1: Is he killing people?
0: Yeah, they're, they're the people that didn't pass the exams. That...
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he strangles one person, clearly.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that got done by HR. You just go, oh, well, uh, training exercise for you, I'm afraid.
1: Is that it? Oh, right, okay. All right, I often wondered about that.
0: But... So, so watch out for that for your future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, being shot by a blowpoint by Bond? Not for the first time. I could only wish for it.
0: I know. Bond says he, is, he was only killed once in two weeks of war games and reminds him he was killed by a mine. Bond reports that the mine only blew his legs off. It didn't kill him. And he protests that the <laughs> war games are never like reality, and then the real world adrenaline keeps him alert. And it's also revealed that M has mothballed the double O department.
1: Edward Fox is playing M a bit like he's a fast show character, isn't he? Oh, I never. Yeah, I could see is that. Suits you, you, sir. You know, it's a bit
0: too. <laughs> ooh, yeah. <laughs> I say.
1: <laughs> this whole film is kind of a. I don't know. It always comes across to me as a bit like a a, a YouTube um, fan fiction type version of Bond.
0: I can see that. I mean, not the YouTube bit, but I can see it being a fan fiction because I guess mm. Kevin McClory is mm. a fan. Mm-hmm. At least he must be. You
1: know, like fan fan movies. Like a yeah. Fan movie. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. yeah.
0: You don't need to keep repeating it. It didn't get any clearer. <laughs> You know, like a fan movie, a fan movie, like a fan movie. You know, fan movie. <laughs> you mean a what? You mean a fan movie?
1: That's right. Oh, movie.
0: like a fan movie. Yeah,
1: a fan movie, movie
0: full of fans. <laughs> All right. There's a sequel full of air conditioners. M wonders if adrenaline would be even enough, and that Bond is full of free radicals, toxins. He needs to cut out the alcohol, the bread, and exercise. M is sending him mm-hmm. to a health firm called Scrublands. I've been there, I think. Have you? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> You've been
0: scrub thrown lands. out. Have you been to Scrublands? I
1: think I've been to Scrublands, yeah. <laughs> we, Thursday night
0: in we, Wigan. We, we night. Don't, is it like nightclub? They give you a sponge, Luther. <laughs> <a loofer. laughs> You're like, what do we do with this? S- scrub. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's there with the loofers in the dance floor yeah right yeah
1: I think we need a business loan to get this started yeah scrub <laughs> lands
0: be a hit don't think so Bond leaves the office do you have an assignment asks Moneypenny yes says Bond I am to eliminate all three radicals oh do be careful she says
1: she was money penny,
0: so, you know, a moron. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't ever remember Lois Maxwell playing it like this, do you? No, definitely not. Mm. She would have slapped him daft. She would. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we cut, the Northerner's listening <laughs> <now>? Okay. <laughs> we cut to Scrublands, and Bond is arriving in his car. The man takes his bag, says they don't make him. Oh, they don't make them like this anymore. Yes, but it's still in good shape. And there's a lot of age-related gags at the beginning of this film.
1: Did you know that that car was uh, a direct uh, link to the car that Bond drives in the books?
0: Oh, it, yes, it is, because it is the car mm-hmm. that's in the books, yeah. not the mm-hmm. Aston Martin. That's right. Because, you know, Bond ha- in the books is, is kind of a weird time period. I mean, we saw in Doctor No, we see a bit of him when he mentions about the Beatles.
1: Well, it, it's, actually Do- it's actually not Doctor No, it's Goldfinger. Is it Goldfinger? Oh, yes, it's Goldfinger
0: yeah. when he's in the room, right?
1: Yeah, he, he's he's talking about um, drinking Dom Perignon at the right um, temperature. And he says there's just certain things that aren't done, like listening to the Beatles without earmuffs.
0: Right. And people think of Bond being cool, but what they have to bear in mind is Bond at that age, his music mm-hmm. would have been Frank Sinatra, Dean mm-hmm. Martin, because he's already in his 30s at that point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's, so not, he's not down so, with the kids. So he's either. not down with rock and roll, So. Bond driving, not not driving an Aston Martin, would be right for the character. Mm, mm-hmm. you know, so It's interesting. Yeah, they, they kind of lose that now, don't they? Yeah, well, he's... it's all over the show now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we cut to Bond having an examination. The doctor mm-hmm. comments on the amount of scare tissue Bond has. The doctor lists all of the procedures he's to undergo and then leaves. The nurse asks Bond to give a urine sample in a beaker she's holding. From here, asks Bond... <laughs> which is a gag from Porridge, which is written by Dick Clement and Ian LaFrancis. Ah.
1: Yes it is. Re- now you've said it, yes, I rem- I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it me or though, does Bond just come off as a dirty middle aged bloke who's consistently on the
0: verge of sexual harassment charges in this? There's a worse one later. <laughs> I think there's a few, isn't there? Yeah, there is. <laughs> Elsewhere, a woman enters a room. Her name is Fatima. She has to see box 274, and a guy leads her into a vault. They both insert keys into boxes, and a secret door opens. She enters, goes down some steps, a laser scans her, and the bars open. And she enters another room that, for some reason, holds a skull. Yes. Not sure why that's there, but all right.
1: I think, I think it's supposed to is be... Is there a the horse? Spectrum. Is there a horse in the room? Hello? <laughs> Where did
0: that horse come from?
1: Down. Get down. Um, wait, wait,
0: I don't think you say to a horse, get down. <laughs> They're like eight foot tall or something. They're not taller than you, Paul. Maybe it the booty. The know. horse probably tells you to get down. <laughs> I could
1: climb onto a horse if I tried. Um, oh, boy, I, if I you think... tried. We won't go. The <laughs> horse is going. here again.
0: <laughs> what going on?
1: No, I, I think the skull is um, the, the Spectre's little uh, logo type thing, isn't it? Like the octopus in the proper Bond movies.
0: Oh, is it? I didn't know that it was a skull. Was there a logo? I think so. In this movie, it is. Oh, in this movie. Oh, in, in this movie. movie. Yeah. Okay. It, all right.
1: In all the other movies, it's it's a, it's, a, it's an octopus.
0: Yeah, because it's a symbol on the ring, right? I yeah. beg your pardon? <laughs> <laughs> symbol on the ring was a Bond novel that never got made.
1: <laughs> and we all know why that was. Yeah, yeah. Connery wasn't itching to uh, get that one made, or maybe he
0: was, I don't know. I don't know, you don't got an itchy ring.
1: <laughs> we, we've all been there. we have, you have.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, Blofeld is in a room in front of a group of people, and he's listing Spectre's current operations. He explains that the number one is in charge of a plan called the Tears of Allah, and this number one is Maximilian Largo, and he appears on a screen. Blofeld explains an American Air Force officer of a cruel mistress is now under their control. A surgical operation has been performed that his right cornea is now the exact replica of the President of the United States. That this officer will be moved to a clinic near London, and that number 12, which is the woman Fatima, will be taking care of Officer Jack Potachi. He's never called Blofeld in the
1: actual movie, is he? No one says the name Blofeld. Yeah,
0: again... He's listed as Blofeld in the credits at the end, but... Yeah, but he's not mentioned. I wonder if that's no. a... Co- well, that can't be a copyright thing, because I think Blofeld is an actual Kevin McClary creation, so... Is he? Oh, yeah, I right, think so. I think so. I think that's why they couldn't use it. You,
1: you've got to say, though, I mean, it, it is quite a good
0: cast. You know, you've got Fox, you've got Sido, you've got Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were telling me to sit down for a second then, yeah. so like I am sitting. It, oh. It's a good yeah. cast. It is, yeah. Hmm. So we Jane. cut back to Scrublands. We see Fatima wheeling Jack in, in a wheelchair. They almost plow into Bond, who knocks the papers out of a nurse's hand. And as he helps her to pick them up, she says that she'll be having Bond in half an hour. <laughs> <sighs> we cut to Bond having his back cracked by her. He's what? <laughs> he's back crack. Yeah, no. You, so he's you, back you, you heard what I said. I don't entertain your thoughts. <laughs> I didn't know where to go with that. Bond makes a suggestive (laughs) comment, but is stopped by the nurse continuing to work on him. Mm -hmm. Later, there's a knock on his door, and it's the nurse. She has a tray of food, salad, and a bit of ropey cheese. Bond opens his suitcase and reveals vodka, foie gras, and other rich delicacies.
1: I've got an emergency case like this, stuffed with uh, Bud Lights and pies. Bud Lights and pies? Yeah, that's my emergency case.
0: What kind of pies? Oh, what? What?
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a horse, that yeah.
0: horse keep coming in, very strange. What pies do I not
1: have? I've got them all. I've got meat and potato. I've got, um, God,
0: yeah, let's see your list pies um, now. Let's see how this, let's <laughs> see how fair this goes. It's like just a minute where they do a list, <laughs> only it's not going to be a minute, is it, Paul? It's going to be two different pies, and then that's it. Well, you're going to you run out of filling, it. you're going to run no. out of filling, Paul. Got,
1: no, we got steak and kidney. You wait, got wait, cheese what, was onion. The,
0: what was the first one? Uh, meat Me- and potato. What's the
1: meat? Uh, it's they never specify.
0: Oh, oh, unspecified yeah. meat. <laughs> unspecified <laughs> okay, meat. my favourite. <laughs> mm. that, that
1: was another Bond uh, title that was rejected, specified Unspecified meat. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, you know, meat and potato, steak and onion. Oh, mm-hmm. steak. A uh, steak and kidney.
0: Oh, oh um, okay. Doubled up on yeah, the steak.
1: Che- cheese and onion, chicken and mushroom. Yeah. Um, bean and sausage pie. Um, it's a thing. Trust
2: me.
0: Congratulations, um, Paul! You've won. <laughs> hey, what do I we win? We're winning a pie. <laughs> hey, what kind? Uh, steak and kidney. Oh, I'd rather have a meat and potato. You don't get a choice. It's a game show. At least it's not a butter, butter
1: pie. What the hell is a, is a butter thing. pie? It's a pie with butter in it. Just <laughs> butter. Yeah, it's a butter pie. It's a thing. It really is a thing. Didn't Marlon Brando use that
0: in a film once?
1: <laughs> you imagine that great big pie in his hand trying to ram it yeah. where the sun doesn't shine
0: <laughs> well it's gone far up
1: <gasps> it would have made a d- an interesting scene
0: it would yeah yeah all right well that was an interesting segue let's get back to the film all right in Jack's room he's smoking but hurriedly puts it out when he hears Fatima approaching and hides the cigarettes and matches under his mattress Fatima tells him to obey she speaks to him in the third person and tells him if he wants to keep his sister alive, then he needs to follow her orders. She starts to kick the shit out of him. I'd do what she said. Uh, yeah, but you've had nurses like that, right? <laughs> I'm glad you said nurses. <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't know. I'm just get I'm you of Nurses. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's what you have yeah, yeah. All right. right. Move on. Bond watches from his window. He sneaks out and listens at Jack's window. He sees Fatima give Jack a syringe and talk about his eye. He sees Jack using a machine connected to this eye and trying to repeat a number. Then he's attempted to do something that involves his eye and this machine. Bond sees an insig what, you don't like eyes? I don't like eyes. I think we discussed it. Yeah, I think we did, yeah. And you don't like machines either, so this is... this. Oh, is terrible. <laughs> Especially, yeah. Yeah. Put see- machines
1: and eyes together. Ugh. What? Machines and eyes. Yeah, what? What happens? It's,
2: oh, it's feel oh. ill. Oh, does it? I like
0: it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bond sees an insignia on Jack's jacket of two flags with black and yellow stripes. Suddenly, the window blind springs up, alerting Jack. He calls for Fatima. Bond slips into the darkness. Fatima surveys the area of a night scope. She finds Bond. Do you know him, asks Jack. Oh, yes, she replies. O7 Secret agent. Everybody knows him. Secret. Yeah. Secret agent. <laughs> Secret.
2: <laughs> That's
1: always the problem with Bond movies, though, isn't it? Everyone knows who he is. That's true. Although I suppose if he saved the world, uh, you know, at multiple occasions at this point, don't they he's make? Yeah,
0: don't they make fun of that in um, Casino? Is it Casino Royale? He just gives his name, and she says like something about it, and he's like, "Yeah, he knows who I am," kind of thing. Isn't that in that film? Yeah, it rings a bell. Yeah, it rings a bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i would have to rewatch it one day. The next day, Bond goes to Jack's room. On the way, he bumps into the doctor and the nurse he spent the night with. The doctor says he looks a little peaky. Well, I was up all night. Bond replies, glancing at the nurse. Well, don't overdo it says the doctor. A good herbal enema will help. Herbal? Yeah, flowers and shit. Yeah, literally. Okay. Oh. Right. Flowers go up. <laughs> <laughs> shit comes down. Yes,
2: that very works. You okay. can, yes.
0: Bondage <laughs> Jack's room and looks around. The room has been cleared. He searches under the pillows, finds nothing. He looks under the mattress and finds Jack's secret stash of cigarettes and matches. Hmm, the matchbook has the same flag emblem. On it that he saw on the jacket.
1: I like the little touches that Connery does as Bond. Um, as he's leaving, he kind of does a sort he's going to go, and then he decides he wants to pinch a little grape off the table. Has he done that before? There's
0: lots of things like that. Other in, Bonds in, have in done his it Bond too, movies. right? Don't other does yeah. Pierce Brosnan do it too in occasional things? He like may that. well
1: do, but don't you think he's probably doing it because he's such a fan of Connery's Bond? It's possible, and, he, and he's gone on record as saying that as well.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: uh, in, in Thunderball, which is the film that this is mm-hmm. supposed to be, mm-hmm. um, he Hold does on. something Hold on. Hold on. like
0: Paul's fact moment. Paul's fact moment. Okay.
1: <laughs> in Thunderbolt, he's about to leave a room when he he kind of stops, goes back, sniffs one of the flowers in a bouquet, and then and then closes the door.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. Yeah. I
1: like those kind of things. Yeah, he's like. It reminds me of, do you remember when you were talking about the, I think in a previous episode, you were talking about the ashtray moment in um, Tomorrow Never Dies?
0: Where he feels the weight he, of it.
1: Yeah. It's just little things like that, that that you can see that the actors put a little bit of thought into.
0: into yeah. It. Little yeah. character moments. Yes. Yeah. After, Bond goes to the weights room, which is not somewhere you just wait around. It's got weightlifting equipment and stuff like that. Outside the room, a cleaner is attacked and strangled by a guy. You have to say it like that. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, the cleaner is actually a character actor and he's in a lot of, like, carry-on films and things like that. Yeah, he's a, a, a comedy guy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, so it's a strange mm-hmm. little role for him. Mm. Inside the weights room, we see Bond lifting weights on a machine and we see the man now disguised as the cleaner approach him. The man pulls the restraining bolts from the weights and they crash down onto Bond's chest. Heavy, Mr. Bond, he says, and lifts, then slams the weights back onto his chest. But Bond kicks him and gets up. This guy's played by Pat Roach. Wasn't he a character from Coronation Street? Who's Pat Roach? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who Pat Roach is? No. In- enlighten oh. me, Paul.
1: Pat Roach was um, a character actor stroke, um, I think he was a wrestler at one point mm. in the 70s. Okay. And he's the only man to have fought both James Bond, Indiana Jones, and Conan the Barbarian. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. You know the, the bald German guy in Raiders of the Lost Ark that he has a fight with? Yes. That's Pat Roach. Oh, okay. And then do you remember the big, meaty um, Indian guy that he fights in the mine? Yeah. In Temple of Doom? No. With the whip?
0: Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I yeah, do it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Pat Roach. And Pat Roach also plays the monkey guy in um, Conan the Destroyer.
0: Wow, he gets around.
1: He does get around. Very, very well-known um, British wrestler character actor.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Very well-known.
1: Oh, trust me. There'll be lots of people out there who know
0: Pat Roach. It's just you that doesn't. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Bond throws some dumbbells at him, but they just bounce off the guy. He throws a bench at him, but just smashes on impact. Bond then runs and hides and slams a door into the man's face. And as they punch each other, they pass a room in which people are watching a match of some sort. Mm -hmm. The fight continues through the windows of a kitchen. Bond grabs a knife, but the guy manages to break it. Bond slams a frying pan into his face, then runs into a room with a woman lying on the bed. Bond grabs a duvet and wraps the guy up in it, but he gets out and throws Bond. Now, I preferred the kitchen fight in Living Daylight to this one. Yes, yes, so do I. And what's interesting is that the fight sequences in this were all designed by Steven Seagal. Well,
1: there is a lot of people being pushed
0: through glass. That is true, yeah. Which yeah. is kind of his trademark. That is right, really?
1: yeah. Didn't yeah. he break Sean Connery's
0: wrist? Apparently, and... Sean Connery didn't realise until some time after oh and then there was a lawsuit I'm sure there was <laughs> <laughs> yeah right but he couldn't sign anything <laughs> But so Bond sees a beaker of liquid and throws it into the guy's face the guy screams, staggers backwards slamming into some shelves and collapses Bond looks at the beaker urine sample, James Bond
1: ah uh, pee joke
0: yeah, yeah. Can you imagine what your urine mm-hmm. sample would do to people? Actually, you <laughs> know, is banned in 13 countries, though, let's be honest. That's, why you, acid. that's why you don't travel, right? That's right. Yeah, because yeah, you're not allowed. Geneva <laughs> Convention, I think it falls under.
1: Well, you're not allowed to carry dangerous liquids onto a,
0: an aircraft, are you? Right, right.
1: So th- th- this fight, it's a yeah. bit stagey, isn't
0: it? Yes. As well. It's like, and... this happens, this happens. This happens. I'll duck. You do this. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I have to say, though, that Connery still looks like a man who's capable of holding his own, even at that age. I've never seen Uh, him in the bathroom. (laughs) More than what Roger Moore does, I think.
0: Uh, Yeah, Roger Roger Moore's never the fighter. Roger Moore's the lover. Connery looks like he could throw a punch. Roger Moore kisses a woman. Sean Connery slaps him. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That is true. That is a very astute observation. There, Colin. <laughs> I think you should you you should rephrase that as in uh, to say that uh, Roger Moore's Bond kisses the woman. All right, I'll join. Sean, Sean Connery's Bond.
0: Actually, <laughs> Sean no. Sean. Did, did Sean Connery say in yes. an interview yes, that? Yes, he did. Yes. <laughs> so, you know,
1: <laughs> he's a problematic person, Sean Connery, in many ways. Yeah. Um did you did you hear about Sean Connery's herpes kept coming off during this fight scene as well?
0: Sean Connery had herpes?
1: <laughs> well, his herpes didn't want to work with him through the fight scene. I told was you. Days. Yeah. Uh, it's like,
0: oi, Connery, don't want to do it. Going to get knocked off? Ain't loving that. That voice
1: is very disturbing. I don't like that that's at all. Not, that's
0: yeah. the voice of the wig. That's the voice of uh, Mr. Syrup Fig.
1: Yeah. yeah. What do you think uh, William Shatner's uh, herpes sounds
0: like? Oh, hello.
1: <laughs> All right, okay.
0: So uh he's thrown the beaker of urine and then he looks back at the guy who is now sat stirring forwards, not moving. Then the assassin slowly topples forwards, revealing his back is embedded with glass from when he crashed into the shells.
1: Yeah, I don't get this. So Bone crashes through about a dozen doors and windows, mm-hmm. and the bag the bad guy dies by staggering into a few glasses and cups. Yeah,
0: it's about the landing. Is that what it is? It is, yeah. If you land right, you just go the, through any windows. It Bond just matter. knows. Bond he knows. knows how he, to. he knows how to go through a window. This guy, hopeless. Never been through a window before in his life.
1: <laughs> Clearly not. He's dead. No?
0: Yeah. Never going to go through one again. No, no. Nope. So that's what it is. Okay. The next day, Bond is being yelled at by M for all the damage he's caused, even though the man was trying to kill him. M is livid and threatens to suspend Bond. Although... The double-O section is mothballed, so what's he suspending Bun from? He's not exactly active, is he? No. He's like, oh, Uh. golf? What am I going to go with the golf course (laughs) anymore? Well, okay. All right. Over at Swadley 63rd Tactical Air Command Base, an officer has explained that the test they're about to commence is to test dummy warheads and their guidance systems. We see Jack is in the command center. He leaves grabs a briefcase, enters a coded area. He opens two devices and his briefcase, which contains the optical device we saw him practicing with earlier. He connects it to the machine, removes a cover from his eye, and activates the device. A voice says that it needs optical recognition from the president. If he doesn't receive it in 10 seconds, the base will be sealed. It's a horrible effect. He's just got one big eye.
1: I, I mean he's got another one but smaller but he's got one big eye as well
0: no they're both the same size oh it looks massive i don't like it at all because it's magnified in that lens it's not so... really that big people no, would be it's... suspicious about that wouldn't no, they? When,
1: when he when he took, takes the, the fake lens out his eye looks massive i don't like it freaked me out
0: all right doesn't freak normal people no, out no 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 i don't like that at all jack uses this device and tries to get his eye to focus it finally works and the voice says, the dummy warheads will now be replaced with real thermonuclear devices. Well, that seems like a flaw in the security. It's <laughs> rather easy. You didn't even ask for anything. What was it if you wanted to do something else? Why does it automatically go for that as a default setting?
1: It's no wonder Spectre managed to pull off all these
0: uh, jobs, is it really? Oh, really. It's pretty simple. Mm. Mm. The missiles are loaded onto the aircraft. Jack leaves the airbase. And we see the missiles launch from the plane and soar over the UK. Jack drives along, Fatima drives alongside. She blows him a kiss and throws a snake into his car. He screams, no, no. Then in the next scene, he's put on a crash helmet as his car launches up something, spins over and crashes through a wall. (laughs) Well, you know, you've got to be safe, haven't you? Yeah, it was handy that he had that. I mean, it didn't help him, he's still dead.
1: There's got to be uh, easy ways to kill someone than using a
0: snake. Yeah. Why doesn't does. she just shoot him? Yeah, because even if it's supposed to look like a natural death, when someone does the autopsy and they go, snake poison? How does that happen in your well, car? He's not, <laughs> well, not going to look like a
1: natural death anyway, because doesn't she attach a bomb to the car in a minute?
0: Yes, there is that. Yeah, she yeah. runs over, fixes a bomb to the car, and she retrieves her snake. And throughout this, there is some Really unexciting Dixieland jazz playing on a car stereo. Let's be honest, the music in this film is truly terrifyingly poor. Yeah, there's
1: some very odd musical cue choices in this film.
0: Yeah, there's one. it's gets all
1: jazzy at one point, doesn't but, it? Well,
0: there's one where it's just the bass going up and down the scales. Boom, mm. boom, 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 and that's it
1: yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, John Barry would have done something better than
0: that. Absolutely, Jack's car In explodes. His sleep. Yes, yes. Mm. Jack's car explodes and Fatima kisses her snake and drives away. I beg your pardon. You Is d- it an asp? No, it's just the way it hisses. Oh no, you'd have Barbara Carrera Kiss your snake. <laughs> so let's let's stop a moment and talk about. Barbara Carrera and Fatima. I think she is the best thing in this film. Uh, why do you think that? I think she's having a total ball playing this role. She's mm-hmm. fun. She comes up with weird little things when stuff is happening on her scenes. I, I think she is the best thing in this film. She's definitely enjoying herself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She's one of the few people that looks like they're enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. in this film.
0: Yeah. And that includes Sean Connery. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> um, she she always did kind of play these kind of roles anyway, didn't she?
0: That is true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I remember she was in Dallas at one point. Ah, very, okay. Very much a similar kind of role. Right. Um and I think she's quite a personality in real life as well. Right. Um, but yeah, I I, I can't I can't disagree with you. She is one of the best things in this film. She's not in it enough.
0: No, oh yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. she should have played the main like villain. Yeah. But well, you wouldn't have got that in 1983. No, no, no. The missiles continue to fly over two kids who pay these giant, fiery, low-flying rockets absolutely no attention <laughs> whatsoever. It's almost, almost, like they're not really there. Now, has there ever been a time when you've gone, "Oh, I miss Derek Meddings"? <laughs>
1: there, there never used to be until I saw this film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds you of the, the model work in it and the way it's shot in front of those terrible um, green screens. It reminds you of Firefox a bit, I
0: thought. Oh, yes, absolutely. Totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Didn't think of that, but mm-hmm. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So they fly out to see the, the rockets, not the kids, because that would be a very different film as these low-flying kids just zooming across <laughs> landscape. <laughs> it's like, what is this on the radar? There's a couple of kids. How did they get there? don't know, but that would be different. We're probably, probably more interesting yeah, yeah, well being what it yeah, yeah, yeah so a surveillance boat disguised as a fishing trawler with scanning devices picks them up the the rockets, not the kids. Do I have to keep mentioning that, and then it starts to alter the rocket's course. A technician in the trawler is bringing the missiles down into the ocean. Mm-hmm. The Air Force Base doesn't know what's going on. they've lost control of them. The the rockets, not the kids. Not the kids. Yeah. As a missile sinks to the ocean floor, the trawler sends out divers to reclaim the devices. The fish are netted, says the guy controlling the jammer. The, the jammer. The jammer. I'm using the language, yeah. Paul. I'm using the language. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. Um,
1: the the guy who's monitoring the um very high tech um readout of the you know the vector graphic readout of the of the of the, of the missile.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. On yeah. the screen.
1: That 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 graphics got the worst frame rate of any game I've ever seen. It's literally
0: like yeah yeah, it's like five frames a second. It, it is
1: yeah. It's a little yeah. slow yeah. A little slow
0: yeah. We cut to Blofeld giving his ransom message via video to a meeting of different countries. Yeah, isn't it good that Blofeld's not got your computer skills? <laughs> like hello, am I on? Is this is this working? We we can send this ransom message now. The video's working, but the sounds not. Right. Well, what do I press? The, the the middle one, which is the middle one, the <laughs> one flanked by either. Oh, okay. Hold on. How much are we asking for? That'd be great, wouldn't it? Girl sat there going, "Who is this Joker?" <laughs> Blofeld. He,
1: he he does give new definition to sending a a, a pick of your pussy, though, doesn't he? Because that is literally all that they see.
0: Oh yeah, that's Nick, true. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. The, kid, yeah the cat yeah. on his lap. Uh, it's better than a dick pic. <clears throat> He tells them that the dummy warheads were replaced by live ones and they now own them. He tells them if they don't pay 25% of the various countries' wealth and oil reserves within seven days, Smirsch will detonate the weapons. Mm -hmm. So all these people in this room argue about what they're going to do and at first they blame the Americans, but then the British minister says it's all of NATO that has to deal with it. And this minister tells M to reactivate the double O's. Just the one. Oh, yeah, because there's only... Well, yeah. There's only, there's only one double O until it becomes dramatically important and then others <laughs> pop up. As we're soon to see in the new one.
1: Absolutely. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that
0: caused the shitstorm, didn't it? Yeah, let's not go into that. <laughs> Bond is looking up information on Maximilian Largo. Now, Largo's company logo matches the symbols on Jack's jacket and matchbook. Now... This seems like a bad idea. A criminal mastermind with his own branding everywhere. Mm -hmm. That seems like a little bit of a giveaway, right?
1: (laughs) Well, as much as um, it it, it seems a bit strange, crypt, evil organization, all were rings...
0: Yes. Logo on yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's also mm-hmm. a giveaway. Once you know that they've got a ring with a logo on, you think they would ditch that idea, right? Mm,
1: you'd think so. Because yeah.
0: they think, oh, everyone knows this now.
1: You'd go yeah. with a tattoo or something, wouldn't
0: you? Oh, really? Is that what you want? A tattoo of Ta- what? The octopus? The octopus on your buttock? Oh, just mine specifically, or, or everybody's? <laughs> Can you imagine how we all have to show it to, to each other? <laughs> yeah. Also, if it's just me, they all have to come to my place. Before they can speak to each other? Can, can you show us your bum? Okay. All right, now we can talk to him.
1: You, you, you'd
0: like a lot of inspectors in your apartment, wouldn't you? Uh, I, I don't want inspectors in my apartment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that.
0: <laughs> Bond is checking the computer and he's looking at Lego's criminal history, but the computer says no. There's no criminal history. Moneypenny arrives and tells Bond he's needed, although... She says she's looked everywhere, but he's clearly at work. Is it just a surprise to find Bond actually at work? <laughs> he's like, I tried the casino. I tried all the bars. I tried all the strip joints. The last place I actually tried was work. What's that like, familiar? Paul? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying I to get in there I you. I know but... you were. Anyway, she tells him he's back in business. He's like, woo going to kill some people. There's
1: a lot of those lines, isn't there? About being back in business or you're never too old for something or all that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: there is. So we cut to Lego ship called the Flying Saucer, sailing through the water, and the symbol of the flags is on its helicopter landing pad, just in case you haven't got the point that that's its symbol. Mm -hmm. LIGO lands his chopper, and enters his base of operations. He checks the reports. Only you would snigger at the word shop. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're in Viz comic or something.
1: Isn't that where I live? Yeah, it is. Yeah.
0: Vizland. <laughs> yes. Similar to Chisland <laughs>
1: It's not similar. That's something completely different. Oh, okay. chisland <laughs> Worst theme park ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you can get in, but you can't get out. It's so sticky.
1: Yes. You know you're stuck for life.
0: Yeah. He checks the reports. Everything is okay. Back with M. He's telling Bond what's happened. They're all searching for the warheads. Bond is told that an explosion under the water could cause a ripple effect and massive tidal waves. Bond asks what the Americans have to say about how the missiles were taken. M. Says that the only way the warheads could have been changed is with an optic print of the president's right eye. And he's told that the only odd thing that occurred was a United States Air Force communication officer left the base at the time of the launch, a Jack Potashy, Bond asks if this Potashy was involved. Could he have used a false eye? M scoffs at this theory. Because <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Compared to what we've seen in previous uh, Bond films. Absolutely. Oh, but they don't count. No, they don't. Oh, yeah, no. right, because they exist in a different universe. They do, Yes. Uh, that's true, that's true. Back of the ship, Ligo puts on some music in his computer room. The wall opens and reveals a dance studio through one way glass. In the dance room, he watches a woman, Domino Patachi.
1: You call it a computer room. I call it his secret lection room.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. true. I always could call my secret lection room the computer room.
1: <laughs> They're interchangeable, really, aren't they?
0: <laughs> Pretty much, thanks to VR.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, nice. <laughs> You'll be cutting that out.
0: Hey? <laughs> <laughs> so Domino Patachi is dancing with an instructor. Domino, hmm. mm. you'd knock her down. Mm. <laughs> is that why? Is that not a line in the film?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it would work better if Roger Moore said it.
0: Really? Yeah. Mm. Oh. All right. He switches the audio off. Oh, I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no. I spoiled it now. Yeah. I
1: was
0: waiting. You Does... build me up and everything. No, no. He switches the audio off. In the room, we hear the sudden thumping of a piano, and Lago has entered the dance studio. He hugs Domino, and she's glad to see him. He gives her a necklace with the tears of aloe written on it and tells her of the legend. He puts it around her neck and tells her that it's the most valuable thing he has possessed. Except you, he says. You trust me with it, she replies. But what if I leave you? Then I cut your throat, he replies, and leaves the room. Oh, he's a charmer, isn't he?
1: <laughs> you know, he plays it like one of those bosses, you know, the the ones that they try and be everybody's friend in the office, you know, your best friend, but then they'll stab you in the back at any second.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've worked with people like that. I guess... Have you? I guess people who work with you have worked with people like that. I don't know what you mean. I'm a, I'm a nice, I'm a nice guy, nice yeah. boss. Yeah, so,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, I know you look after your staff. <laughs> oh, the horse is back. <laughs> you know, he, always, you know, he always, comes back when there's like some kind of very weak punchline. It's weird that he's like he's like a comedy critic horse. We don't need fan. we don't need horses criticizing the comedy. We've got plenty of other people who can do that.
1: He's a fan of weak comedy.
0: He is? Okay. He is. Yeah. Alright. He's in the right place. He is, absolutely. He yeah. because, yeah. 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 you know a weak comedy is a it's a stable thing. Oh, God, he's got... <laughs> So we cut to a man playing with a pen with a British flag on it. As we pull back, we see Bond is shooting a moving target. Behind him, the man points the pen and blows the target away. Comically, Bond stirs at his gun. Yeah. This is Algie. A big what? This is Algie. Algie? Yeah, okay. this his name. Otherwise known as Q in, you know, other Bond movies. Yeah,
1: there's a huge Desmond Llewellyn hole in this scene, isn't there really? And this, do, you, do you'd like this, to fill?
0: Well, this chap can't fill it. No, no, it's mm. not. It's not great. Algae, so why didn't they make uh, Rowan Atkinson Q or algae? That would have been better. And yeah, just, because I just, mean,
1: Rowan, Rowan Atkinson's got nothing to do in this film.
0: No, just drop that small faucet character. You could have, you could just have M ringing him and telling that information that he gives mm. him makes no mm-hmm. difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Algie shows him some gadgets, including a motorbike that says if he gets it to work, he'll send it out later. Mm. So he will. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Algie hands him a watch that is really a laser. He tells Bond it's been dull without him around. Which I get the feeling this is a little uh, dig at the other Bond movies.
1: Well, uh yeah. The the the, the more
0: ones have been not not up to par. Yeah, get, Connery left. I yeah. get the feeling. Mm-hmm. And Algie says, I hope now we're going to have some gratuitous sex and violence. I hope so too, says Bond. It's a good line. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Although we don't actually get gratuitous sex or violence in this film. We don't. And we never no. really got gratuitous sex or violence in any of the other Bond movies either. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Bond picks an object and that's what it is. Algie stuffs it up his nose. It's for his sinus. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it was more like a cuddly toy, just walked on the screen kind of reaction.
1: Yeah, I can see what they're going for. It's a shame. Yeah.
0: Algie asks where Bond is going and Bond reveals he's going to the Bahamas. Yay! Yay! Cut to the Bahamas and he meets a woman in a bikini. It's Valerie Leon. Excellent. There's a bit of banter between them, but Bond is distracted by his name being yelled across the harbour and small faucet approaches. She's looking amazing, though, Valerie, isn't she? Yeah. Am I going to have to
1: explain who Valerie Leon
0: is to you again? No. Again? No, she's like, hammer this, hammer that, bloody blah, blah blah, blah. Yeah,
1: no, but more than that.
0: More than that.
1: Carry ha- on. Carry on up the jungle. Yes, the I lovey know. The lovey-dovey's leader. I know,
0: I know. Come on, get with it. I know. Well, clearly you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I'm just not as obsessed as you. It's Valerie Leon. I know. Calm right. down. Right. I'm trying. Yeah, very. Yes. He yeah. tells Bond about Largo and how good he is in the community. I hope you're not going to cause trouble, Mr Bond, he says. Bond tells him to take full advantage of the natural cover and watches a small faucet ducks and hides behind columns. Now Bond has total disdain for this civil servant.
1: What do you think of this uh, performance from uh... it's a little too much it is a bit too much he, he he's doing mr bean isn't he yeah before he did mr before, bean
0: yeah before mr bean yeah. he is yeah it's a little it's a little over the top for the scene
1: there, there is a nice line where he's talking about Largo, about he he uh, and he's he's Bond asks him what's he like and he says oh he, he's charming foreign but charming nonetheless right right that it's was called... quite a funny line yeah but yeah it, it's a little bit too much yeah yeah, which is which is funny really because of the johnny english movies i mean he can do
0: this stuff quite well maybe that's because he actually has some involvement with the johnny english films where i'm sure he didn't have much involvement in this one yeah that that's that's probably the reason yeah yeah bond watches fatima water as she goes past bond who's drinking a martini or is she watching him she splashes him as she passes, and she skis up a ramp that's there for some unknown reason and Mm -hmm. falls into his arms i'm sorry i've made you all wet she says yes but my martini is still dry he replies good line Mm -hmm. yep yep you ski very well he asks he asks i know he doesn't ask not a fucking question it's a statement (laughs) (laughs) let's do that again you ski very well he says i do many things very well she replies she asks him why bond is in nassau and he says he's fishing She says she can help him find what he's looking for. And he says, I'm all yours. This scene reminds me of the one from um, the Pierce Brosnan Dying of a Day with Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah, I can see what you mean.
1: Yeah, where he's standing um, at the little um, bar. Yes. On the beach. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's also reminiscent of, um, I think there's a scene in, one of the early Bonds it's either Dr. No or, or where he's. It's kind of like the same thing where he's standing at a beach bar. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. I've
1: got to say, though, it does amuse me how, how women look at him all through this film like he's just the sexiest thing that they've ever seen when, in reality, he's a slightly chunky middle-aged man on holiday.
0: Right. They re- really is, isn't he? They? they redo that in the Craig ones.
1: Yeah, but then, but then he's Daniel Craig. I mean, he's all bits yeah. of buff
0: and No, he looks know. like
1: Sid James. Well, yeah, the ears I and mean, the face. I mean, yeah, but... with his
0: clothes on, he looks like Sid James. <laughs> I don't
1: know. It just
0: it just, just makes me laugh in this. <laughs> okay. Uh, we cut to James on a boat. Fatima calls him to come down. She gives him a scooper suit. And there's a lot of innuendo between them. What are we going down for, he asks. Exploration yeah. and a little fun. He says, you look a little tense. You make me tense, she replies. Shame. One should always be relaxed when going down. They make out.
1: This sex scene goes on, doesn't
0: it? A bit. It does a bit. I mean, yeah, it does, yeah.
1: And there's a nice cut where they slide down the deck and then that cuts them just diving into the water. I thought that was nicely done.
0: Yeah, there is some. Yeah, that's true. It is a nice uh, transition matching cut. They go scuba diving. She secretly fixes a homing device on Bond's oxygen tank. Mm-hmm. They reach an old wreck and she leaves Bond looking into it and signals a boat. Now, a shark appears with a device on its back. It searches for Bond and goes after him. I don't understand how this works.
1: Is it giving off some sort of like shark <laughs> infatuation <laughs> pulse or
0: something? <laughs> it's like when the shark sees it, it sees a sexy shark.
1: Yeah.
0: It's like,
2: whoa.
0: Does <laughs> it <laughs> do that? Does it like go, <laughs> Little bubbles coming from its mouth. <laughs> And when the the bubbles reach the surface and burst, they go, (laughs) is that how it works? That would
1: work fantastic in a comic.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I don't know how this device works, but the shark has got some kind of weird device on it. And then the device that she placed on the oxygen tank attracts the shark and it goes after him. That's all we know
1: this is the moment where I where I said earlier that um I bet that Connery and those sharks weren't even in the same hemisphere were they? Probably not, no, because you want mm. to be careful. He's
0: had he's got a history with sharks.
1: Yeah. Isn't there it's in Thunderbolt, isn't it? Where he they didn't put the glass right all the way around him so the shark could actually come around the other side. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't yeah. very happy, was he? No. No.
0: So. So he sees a shark and swims into the wreck and he gets away by repeatedly pushing a door against its face. The shark seems to give up, but then, smart shark, goes around. and bond has to flee again. He goes above the wreck and pulls out a dagger. He cuts a rope that topples a mast, crushing the shark.
1: Yeah, it looks like it really falls on the shark as well. It does, yeah. Yeah, Where, yeah. where's Petter involved in this?
0: <laughs> Peter. Yeah. Peter. Peter?
1: Peter. Petter. Pater.
0: Petter, like patter.
1: Peter, Peter. You say better, I'll say Peter.
0: Peter Patter.
1: Yeah, that's the one.
0: Okay. I oh, don't know. They, maybe they well, don't well, do well, sharks.
1: They don't. Oh, sharks don't count.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a, that's right, ha- hashtag sharks don't count. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sharks are fish too, aren't
0: they? Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fish tag. I don't know.
1: Well, apparently there were there was a lot of um, trouble over the the scene later where Bond rides a horse off a. The edge of a cliff or something, wasn't
0: there? Oh, I can imagine. I actually when I saw that I was like, hmm, is that a real horse doing that? Or I mean the, the special effects is atrocious, but I meant did they actually because yeah. mm. there's a bit where it falls into the water and you're like, did they do that? Yeah. Apparently they did. Oh, all right. Yeah. Mm. He sees the device on the shark and reaches around his back, finds the homing device on the tank. He pulls it off just as another shark appears. It misses him. He drops the homing beacon into the ship's hold. And sees a fishing hook go past. And then we cut to the woman, Valerie Leon, who Mm -hmm. apparently doesn't have a character name anymore. We're just gonna call her by a real name. (laughs) Who we saw. I I wouldn't mind being caught by the Valerie Leons. That doesn't sound right. That sounds like you're using that as a nickname for your testicles. (laughs) Which one's Valerie and which one's Leon? (laughs) Well they're interchangeable. Okay. Bond pops out of the water at the end of a line. Well, you did say you'd catch me later, he quips. Yes. Mm. Why did he say it like Roger Moore? Uh, because uh, um, I don't do Sean Connery impressions. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, technically, I don't do Roger Moore either.
2: <laughs> I hope not.
0: No, well... <laughs> At a street fair, Fatima sees Bond with the woman on a boat. Realizing she's not managed to kill him, she enters Bond's hotel and then places a radio controlled bomb under his bed.
1: At least Valerie Leon is
0: age appropriate for Bond at this time, isn't she? That's a good point, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. not like uh, for your eyes only. Yeah, yeah, that which is uh, creepy dad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bond enters a hotel with a woman and they get their keys. He's in bed with her and we cut between them and the bomb. The phone rings, it's a small faucet. It tells Bond that Lagos' boat is on the way to the south of France. Bond thanks him and drops the phone. Outside, Fatima activates the bomb and a room explodes. And actually, it's funny, you actually see her physically jump when the bomb goes off. You do. She yeah. tries to hide it, mm-hmm. you know, but clearly it must have been loud in reality mm-hmm. what was that says the woman because Bond is still alive and they're watching smoke coming from the other room hmm, proof we made the right decision about your place or mine and he kisses her and he gets back at it doesn't he yeah you know what's a bomb between friends <laughs> <laughs> between Val- <laughs> and Val- that well what, what? what give me a drink Paul no What?
1: what's a bomb between Val? Val- I fuck it no. I can't say no, it no you never <laughs> do We're gonna give up no. Leave it there. What's a Bond between Valerie and Leon's?
0: Why you do you... Is it, is it plural, her last name? No, but I like to add an S. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. All right. A plane lands in the south of France. We see a guy squeezing a stress ball. <laughs> we see the back of Bond and a woman walking through an airport. Although I had to watch this a little bit twice because the voice is dubbed. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a guy dressed as a woman. Really? Yeah, I'm kind of like it's almost like it's weird because at first I was like, that's that's odd. It looks like a man dressed as a woman. They see, you only see him from the back, and it was almost like they didn't film it at the time. And then they were like, oh, we need an extra scene, but she's gone and done this, so we'll just get this <laughs> bloke to dress up. It's a weird scene because they're clearly all dubbed. And yeah, It doesn't yeah. look like her when you see her after. But anyway, I'm probably oh. wrong. It's just weird. I mean, I'd go back and have a look if I wanted to. Yeah, you don't, though, do you? Not really. No. Don't. She's telling. <laughs> her, yeah, she's telling her that she has secured a villa with the flying saucer, which remember is Largo's boat, anchored mm-hmm. below. And Q sent this, but we don't see what it is that Q has sent. Yeah. No. They step out of the airport, and a guy throws a ball at Bond. Bond yells, "Get down!" and catches it. Ah. But it's just a stress ball. And it's old Felix Leiter up to his old tricks again. And he just threw it. That's all. Yeah, Felix. Eh. Why aren't you not <laughs> dead? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the first um, African-American Felix 20 years before Casino Royale.
0: Ah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's played. Felix is probably the most changed character in the Bond series, right? That's right. And there's only one actor that's played him twice. Can
1: you name him? It's The Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea guy. Oh, I can't David remember. He- David Hedison. Oh, good old. Play- yeah, played Felix in um, Live and Let Die and then again in License to Kill. Oh, that's a good distance between those two films. It is, and there's quite a lot of age
0: distance on his face as well <laughs> between those two films. <laughs> we all age, Paul. Speak for yourself. Right. Bond you him to the female agent with him. It's, he gives her a number, but it's Nicole, is a name. Mm-hmm. Felix says they checked Langley about Lago, but he came back clean. Bond's hunch is wrong this time. His hunch is never wrong. No. Oh, the hunch back at the office. Are going to do That's the right. police squad joke? Is that yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, doing? Yeah, Okay, yeah, li- The little hunch. The little hunch. Okay. Yeah. Nicole tells Bond that a motorbike came for him from England. They get into a car and drive away with the bike connected to a trailer. This is, yeah. like, the worst... Uh, it's the worst equipment, because, like, why would you need a motorbike? I know.
1: A car would be more practical, really. Yeah, and then
0: you've got to drag this bike on
1: a trailer wherever you go. Mm. Do you think it was... The, because the, the regular bomb movies always have a car in every movie, so they wanted to do something different.
0: Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. Because mm. they try and I mean, do, like, the jetpack thing, don't they?
1: Yeah, later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't recall any of the regular Bond movies he ever had a bike. Do you? No,
0: because it's a a weird thing to have because you could just shoot Mm. him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Street
1: Talk all over again. It reminds you of Street Talk as well when you see it. Does
0: it? A little bit. A little bit. Because it's plastic. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, <laughs> and it is plastic. Oh, yeah. There's one shot that you see. <laughs> we'll, we'll get
2: there.
0: So up on a balcony in the villa, Bond watches Largo's boat. He calls Felix over, and they watch a woman dancing on the boat. Felix says, that's Largo's girl. And Nicole tells them that it's Domino Patachi. and they suddenly realize that it's the same last name as the Air Force pilot. Kind of surprised yeah. this hasn't come up earlier.
1: Yeah, especially it's not, it's not a, a, a name that's unmemorable either, is it? No, no, it's not like it's it's
0: it's Mr. Smith. Exactly. It's John Although, Smith.
1: And now we've got two middle-aged men spying on a woman half their age, haven't we?
0: Mmm.
1: That's only like you approved of it. I was
0: <laughs> drinking my, my squash at the time. Your squash, yeah. yes. Your your squash. <laughs> 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 Felix ponders that if he has the bombs, would he keep them on his yacht? Bond says it's unlikely, but let's get some scuba gear and we'll check her out. Bond then focuses the telescope and domino and makes a noise like Sid James. He does a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. No, he, he, he like Felix walks away and then it cuts to him focusing the telescope and he goes, Hmm. Like that for some reason. <laughs> He's a man on holiday. Oh, <laughs> is that what you do on yeah. holiday? No. He just go around making, Hmm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. At all. No. What? <laughs> Hang
1: on, calm down. Bring it
0: back. We got to Largo's yacht docking in the harbour and Domino getting off. Bond is following her. He going to do it. Left a pause. Even double spaced it specially for you. <laughs> Thank you. Bond then. Fo- oh, wait, 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 wait. She checks into a sauna. Bond mm. enters the place and he goes in and he says like uh, do you do men and the the receptionist says well yes and you would make an exception for yeah it's all weird and the place yeah. appears to be filled with beautiful women it is and
1: they're all eyeing him up as well aren't they yeah as
0: he walks through her yeah in like his he's jumper, like god he's... gift to women yeah I know it's very strange he sees Domino laying on a table covered in a towel and then he pretends to be a masseuse <laughs> It was the eighties at the end of the day, you know Yeah, but this is this is like this is BBC DJ eighties at this point. <laughs> Hard or soft he asks Then yeah. as he massages her he starts to question her about Lago. Domino tells him that LIGO is given a charity ball at the casino for children. Huh. Who knew children play gambling games? <laughs> Very good. Okay. You. Yeah, you're really switched out tonight, aren't you? Oh, it gets better. Oh, good. I'm looking forward to it. Bond says that perhaps he should attend. Domino says she'd like to invite him, but it's a, res- a restricted guest list. Bon continues to massage her. He does, yes. She says, oh,
2: hmm,
0: that feels good. <laughs> He's freaking me out a bit. I don't like this. And then he goes... Oh, certainly does, he says in another Sid James kind of way. Oh, it's, oh.
1: A, it's amazing he's managing to pull this off with such a screamy oh. old man erection, isn't it? He's, really?
0: he's pulling it off, all right. Oh, that's <laughs> later when he's
1: when he's finished,
0: okay. when he's thinking about it. Yeah. Excuse me, she says. He says oh, um, I certainly need you slight abrasions in the uh, upper vertebrae, and she tells him to, oh, can you can you can you go lower? <laughs>
1: That's just even freakier. i do not <laughs> like that at
0: all. I'm really working this acting, right?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm getting yeah, a
0: sweat yeah. on here. I don't like this. Oh, you get a sweat <laughs> on. I... <laughs> I'm auditioning, but for the completely wrong role. Yeah, well, you are. I don't know what role it is, but. Better for the female role. What does that yeah. say? Yeah. Bon sees the female Monsieur approaching and he leaves, and the Monsieur apologizes to Domino for being late. Domino asks where the other Monsieur went. The Monsieur is confused. The man that just left, he does not work here. Now, at this point, the logical reaction would be for Domino to scream mm-hmm. and call for management. But yes, she think so. smiles and finds being felt up by a stranger totally okay. She does. She takes being sexually assaulted very well, I think. She does. Yeah. It's a very odd moment. It was, as again, I'll say, it was
1: 1983 and... Um... That's not an excuse, Paul. That's just a period I... <gasps> of time. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, it was 1983, she was probably used to it. And it's not, you know, it's not right. All right. Don't look at me like that. (laughs) It's not right.
0: All right, let's move on. Yes, please. It's evening. Bond arrives at the casino. Nicole says they'll never let him in and that she'll wait for him. But Bond tells her to go back to the villa. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. Fatima in another car is listening to this conversation with I don't know, some kind of listening device? It seems like that, yes. But yes. We never saw him plant it.
1: No, no. Just go with it. Just okay. go with it. Yeah. But this is classic Connery, though, isn't it? With um, He's got the tux,
0: he's got the attitude. He looks like Bond. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fatima tells the driver to find where that villa is, and then she gets out. Bond mm-hmm. strolls past the man at the door, who tries to stop him. Bond punches him in the stomach, steers him into a stairwell. Mm-hmm. He steals the man's gun and points it at him and pulls out a device, plays it into the man's hand and tells him that this is a bomb and any lateral movement will set it off. And he kind of looks like he presses a button on it. And then he says, nod, Mm -hmm. if you understand. And the man nods. Bond enters the casino and drops the gun in a wine bucket. He does. And then he wanders around the tables a bit and he sees Domino playing and she gets up from the table.
1: So Bond follows uh, Domino into probably the most 80s looking amusement arcade I've ever seen.
0: But did you notice if you look at the long shot pretty much every machine is a centipede machine. Was it really? I didn't notice that. There's one gravitar machine and then a hundred Centipede machines. Was there a surplus of Centipede machines at this time? Because that's all there 83, is. 83. 83. Maybe. Unless Centipede had some kind of... Uh... Is Centipede an Atari game? Possibly. I don't know. I can't remember. It's like, but even if it's Atari, you think they would have, you know, varied them a little. Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? And you're in the room, you're going, oh, playing Centipede. This is great. What's this <laughs> one? Oh. <laughs> Centipede. Okay. ah, That's not bad. Right? Let's play this one. What's this one? Centipede. Hmm.
1: Okay. It's like an arcade in, in Southport in 1985, isn't it? Just missile invaders. Not even yeah. space
0: invaders. <laughs> missile it's invaders.
1: Missile invaders. By the way, did you see what one of the other um, sponsors for this movie was? No. Who? MFI, the furniture outlet from the 80s. Seriously? What does that yeah. appear? I don't know, but they 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 contributed uh, money to this movie m f i
0: yes m f i what did m f i stand for um I have a feeling it was make and fix it or something stupid like that yeah, something like that hmm. maybe
1: they built all those um those doors and windows
0: that they crashed through in that fight scene earlier that would make sense how how you could crash through them yeah, they did go out
1: of business did eventually. they yeah they don't exist anymore no Nah. Does B&Q film,
0: still exist? Oh, B&Q is still going. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Mm-hmm. So I like mm-hmm. to hear. Yes, you're an old guard there, aren't you? Yes, yes. <laughs> Serve my time. Destroyed right. many a shower door. Sure you yeah. have.
1: So Bond introduces himself, and he offers uh, to buy her a drink. Um, Bond, he only orders a vodka on the rocks, but um, I'm guessing that's because the classic line shaken and not stirred was uh, off limits
0: yeah probably you think you come mm. out You could have said stirred not shaken
1: it yeah, made some gag about it. i think there is a gag about it later isn't it is not theres there i think so mm. yeah unbeknownst to bond and domino they're uh, they're being watched by largo and fatima that's right In, yeah, oh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. fatima warns that largo is uh he's losing domino to bond but largo just thinks that uh, fatima's jealous for some reason
0: yeah, yeah. Even though she doesn't think much a her go.
1: Well, she's kind of in it for her jollies, really, isn't she? Looks it?
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't we all?
0: Are you in for your jollies? I'm in for my jollies. Are you? Okay. I love my jollies. Do you? I do. All right. I get, I get enough of my jollies. Good for you. Is all that right. a euphemism? I don't know. I'm still looking thought... for my jollies. You...
1: <laughs> You're not going to find it here.
0: No, no, definitely not. Maybe.
1: <laughs> not it... talking about this movie. No. No. <laughs> So Bond brings up Domino's brother. I don't mean he brings it. Brings it. Just
0: vomits him over. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, there he is! I knew he was missing."
1: But he gets interrupted by Largo, who uh, challenges Bond
0: to a game that he's created called Domination. Yeah, which turns out to be not the kind of game that Bond thought it would be. <laughs> yes, he's, he's mostly disappointed. Yeah, he's like, um, it, it's a video game. So go on explain what this game is. Go oh on. yeah, you really want me Okay, so uh
1: each, just, just each to say just to say didn't we have this conversation when you were visiting in
0: here a few weeks ago? I did. We were watching it we were going. This game makes no sense. Yes. Oh so god. <laughs> so each player has a lower view screen and the main view screen. And the lower view screen is where they uh, use to target the different countries, which are displayed as polygons. And so each person fires a laser and they have to fill up as many polygons as they can but a player can also launch two nuclear missiles but an opposing player can fire a shield to defend against those two nuclear missiles and the one that fills the most polygons and stops the most nuclear missiles is the winner and each time you lose uh you get electrified uh physically and mm-hmm. that increases as you start to lose as the other player gains a higher level of number of polygons that represent countries, don't forget, until you are fried.
1: You deserve a round of applause for that.
0: Thank you. I have no idea what I just said or what that game is about.
1: No, it makes complete sense. Okay. It doesn't make sense in
0: the movie at all. Although you think that when they sit down, Bond is be like, it's so old, he would be like, video game? What the hell's a video game? <laughs> in my day <laughs> i'm
1: pretty sure they didn't have uh, holographic video games back in 1983 either no no Not like this no because the screen in the center isn't actually a screen is it it's a it's a hologram
0: that's right yeah and then there's a cylon voice borrowed from battlestar galactica there is there is it's the same effect
1: yes did you notice that when bond uses the shield to block the missile coming through the centre. Mm-hmm. It's kind of almost reminiscent of a certain opening credit sequence that they're not allowed to mention.
0: I, You know, I didn't think about that, but I like it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It closes exactly like an iris around it his face. It does indeed, yes. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. nice. Oh, I, I, that's made me happy. Thank
1: you. I'm glad yeah. I made you happy. No, you didn't. That, that effect. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Specify. Yeah. So needless to say, Bond loses at first and then he raises the stakes um, before finally beating Largo at his own game and completely humiliating him in front of everyone.
0: Um, then this is a, a Bond trope, right, where he loses at a game and then beats yeah. him at the end. Also, Largo really needs to give the full instructions at the beginning of a game. He does because he, kind of, he kind of drip feeds it as he goes along. Doesn't yeah, he? he's like, oh, by the way, oh, and this happens and so on. Yeah. Don't you think this is how I would play it
1: there?
0: <laughs> yeah, probably his. You, yeah, you are Largo. Oh, didn't I tell you that you're getting an electric shock? <laughs> yeah, nah, sorry. <laughs> also, throughout this scene, I hate the random trumpet music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going over the completely over the top here, isn't it? It doesn't match anything. It's just like someone like Trumpton. 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 Oh, <laughs> Scamble agreed again.
1: <laughs> Wrong show. So Largo offers to pay Bondy's winnings, but Bond says that he'll settle for one dance with Domino. I'd take Do the you... money. Yeah. <laughs> not a Kim Bassenger fan,
0: are we not? Um Oh I like her in LA Confidential. Mm. I like her in the is it the Fabulous Baker Brothers? Mm-hmm, hmm Boys. Boys, thank you. And I like her in Blind Date. Batman? Yeah, she's all right in Batman. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. I kind of like her, but I'm not like, oh, Kim Basinger, mm. you know, I just, I like her work.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, yes, yes. Yeah, 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 I can see what you mean. I think I feel the same way.
0: Yeah. I don't think she's great in this film, but I, I think that it's more to do with the lines... And the direction she's given rather than her ability as an actor.
1: Well, she didn't get on with Irving Kirshner, did she, at all? I didn't Aaron. know that. No, they didn't they didn't get on at all. And and in all fairness, she's got very little to do. Yeah. She's just like the Eye candy is all she's Yeah, supposed pretty to, much. Isn't it? Yeah. Do you lose as graciously as you win? asks
0: Largo. I thought he was talking to me then for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was a no, bit put either. out then. I was like, well, Yes, I do. I'm quite a good loser. I usually get angry at my own lack of skills, but not the opposing player. Folks are asking, Paul. Let's move on with the film.
1: I don't know," replies Bond. "I've never lost. Mm. Good line. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he tosses it off as well, doesn't he? He doesn't make a big thing of the line either. He what? Tosses it off. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Again, that's later when he's thinking about the the masseuse.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, not the masseuse.
0: No. No, being, no, the ma- no, no. being the masseuse, being the masseuse, yeah. Unless he likes the masseuse. Well, you yeah, know, she was all right. Yeah.
1: So uh, Bond tells Domino that he thinks that Largo is certifiable. Yeah, and he is. He is. He's, he's he's as mad as a hatter.
0: Oh, I think he's madder than a the hatter. They, you reckon? They, they just make crazy hats. They think he not snook- kill people.
1: Do you think he's snooker
0: loopy? Snooker loop. What is snooker loopy? Well,
1: snooker loopy nuts. Is, is that a thing? It's a song. It's in the song, isn't it? Oh, snooker, what song? Snooker, do
0: peanuts away. Are oh, there just something. people who can't stop playing snooker? Uh,
1: I guess so. Oh. Well, he's always playing with his balls,
0: isn't he? Is he?
1: Well, he looks the sort, doesn't he? Oh, he looks
0: the sort. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I mean, he's French. <laughs> oh, that's just alienating <laughs> some of our audience, but thanks for that.
1: <laughs> so, um... So next we um we get a, a, a tango sequence with Bond and
0: Domino. This is a strange sequence.
1: It, it, it is. It's probably the stiffest tango I've ever seen. Oh, I didn't know he was that excited. <laughs> oh, yeah, you bet he is. Do you think that True Lies uh, had this in mind when they did this? Hmm, that's
0: an interesting...
1: Because True Lies opinion. is trying to be Bond. Yeah. It's trying to be a pseudo-Bond.
0: Yeah, so they they chose the one unofficial Bond. <laughs> To To Nick a scene from
1: but it's a strange choice, but it is a very similar scene.
0: it is I think it works better in true lies, mm, mm-hmm. which is
1: weird because that's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis,
0: yeah, yeah, and this is Sean Connery and Kim Basinger, yeah exactly. you're right,
1: so while they're dancing Bond explains about Domino's brother being dead and uh Largo's involvement in the whole caper, yeah, Largo orders Fatima to kill Bond again. Yeah. You get, you get another chance, he says. Yeah. And she's very happy. She skips off downstairs. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like this. She's just like, woo! And she's skipping <laughs> down the steps. And does she throw her thing off? And She does. Like yeah. she's getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This like, is why she, I think she's good in this film. She is.
1: She is. I mean, she's completely nuts, isn't she? Yes. The character. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: She reminds me of uh, the character from Goldeneye. On a top. On a top, yeah? Yeah. Is that. She same kind She loves of... to
1: kill people. She gets yeah. off on it. Yeah, it's that yeah. same kind of attitude. Yeah. So Largo interrupts the dance and he invites Bond to lunch tomorrow, if he's still around, that is. Mm. Bond leaves, but not before retrieving the bomb from the henchman's hand, which is actually a cigar case.
0: I don't know. Is this guy a moron or what? I think he's a moron. Okay. He plays it like he's a moron. Also, he? this is a restricted guest list and it's a heavily guarded place. It only appears to be this guy. Yeah, there's one guard, isn't there? Yeah, just this guy. That's it, a yeah. Is it
1: Largo that Spectre's number two? Oh, yeah, he's high up there. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely number two. Oh, he's a number two, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So Bond returns to his place um, where he's staying, and he finds an intruder. It's Fatima, and she's killed Nicole.
0: And we get some... <laughs> absolutely. This is where we get the horrible bass oh. up and down the yes. strings music
1: <laughs> yeah bond gives chase
0: to some very no,
1: strange uh, musical cues
0: it, it's like the the orchestra had started and they were tuning up their instruments bom mm-hmm. boom 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 they're like oh yeah my bass works that's nice and then someone <laughs> went thank you very much it's all recorded we're <laughs> done have a good day and everyone's like wait what i was just i was just tuning up we i've got the notes and the music no here. no we're done no. we're done uh, uh, really we're done. oh we got it
1: we got it on the first one okay
0: Good. that's all we need all right well well thank you yeah Will i, will I get paid and then that's sorry what sorry what Eh? oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's terrible
1: so Fatima drives away in her little car that she's got and uh, Bon breaks out his Street hawk motorbike.
0: Yeah. Mm. Do, 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 do. What was that? <laughs> it, was like, <laughs> it, it, it was the, uh, oh, what do they call it? The bumper for Street arc music. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was Bagpuss. Bagpuss? What does Bagpuss yeah. sound like? A bit like that? No, wait, the Bagpuss doesn't go do 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 It does now. Oh, well, does it? I don't even know what Bagpuss sounds like now.
1: Ding,
0: ding 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 So, so
2: nothing like Yeah
0: no <laughs> What <was> Two <that? laughs> uh Welcome to a podcast with two old blokes do feed choosing correctly <laughs> It's a new fig That could be our
1: spin-off podcast. Yeah it could be yeah.
0: right we just turn up and go Um eighteen <laughs> 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 It's like I can't I can't even remember what eighteen sounds like at all.
2: All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah exactly.
0: so, so, so we turn over oh, yeah, Today's podcast is with AT. da 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 da
2: all you, all you can hear in the background, all you can
0: hear in the background is <laughs> one of us you, know, you know I'm 45 years old and
1: I'm doing this. <laughs> 45 years old. Oh, he's doing hes doing season four. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be one guy that picks up on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. So then we get a pretty good, um, well, I say pretty good, I mean, it's all right. Chase,
0: yeah, we're... but do you notice though? We're now an hour and 20 into this film, mm-hmm. and this is the second action sequence, yeah, not including the pre credits one. And it's the first motor vehicle action sequences, not a fistfight sequence. Mm-hmm. That's kind of lame for a Bond film, don't you think? Absolutely, yeah,
1: yeah. You could maybe they were just thinking we're just going to do things differently.
0: Well, it also kind of fits in with Thunderball because there's not much action in Thunderball either.
1: Oh, Thunderball is is kind of dull, really. Yeah. But we'll talk about why it's dull because this film has a similar problem towards the end as well.
0: Yeah. Also, I don't know why, but for some reason, one of the chase cars, there's black tape covering up the emblems on the front of the car.
1: <laughs> that, that one guy had the right idea.
0: Yeah, I don't know whether it's because they couldn't afford... They didn't pay the advertising for it or they didn't maybe. have a license. It, it's just weird. It just attracted my attention.
1: If you think of it in story-wise, maybe that one member of Spectre thought, I'm not having people tracing who I am. I'm going to cover up everything with oh, black tape. That's so. what he did? Okay. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: All right. He's the one clever guy in the whole henchman group. All right. So along the way uh, through this chase, Bond is accosted in a tunnel by members of the village people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of them? Who, who seem to only be able to shoot around the ground where Bond's bike is. Street arc. <coughs> yeah, why, why don't
0: they just shoot him? They sort of trap him in the tunnel. Oh, because they can't kill him because she wants to kill him. Fatima wants to kill him. Is that why? Yeah, doesn't she say he's mine?
1: Right, okay. But then he just manages to um, leap through the back of a truck and mm-hmm. get out the other side, doesn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah but it's, it's a... It's a It's an alright stunt, but it's a lame James Bond stunt. It is, it is. And we get a
1: lamer one now because um, (laughs) Chase goes on a bit and then we get Bond using his afterburners Mm -hmm. to leap over some cars. And
0: (laughs) when he lands on the other side, did you see all the shit that fell off the bike? Yeah, it's like Knight Rider, right? When the car crashes and it falls apart. All (laughs) jukes of hazard. And then in the next scene, it's perfectly okay.
1: (laughs) I mean, it looked good. Mm Mm-hmm did look good on camera it made it look very you know very raw with right. bits falling off it if they'd have just kept it that way like bits of that worked into the story that bits had felt fallen off his bike because it was a prototype and it didn't work properly
0: yeah and they could have made it look like a cool bike without the plastic bits on it yeah pretty yeah. much
1: yeah so bond then gets uh he gets cornered before fatima knocks him off the bike using a it's a mast isn't it a from a ship or something. Yeah,
0: it looks like it. it. just turns and knocks him off. It's a bit of a rubbish way to get knocked off your bike in a bomb It film. is, It is.
1: So she has him at gunpoint and she's about to shoot him in his most vital of organs.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I hate this bit. Go on. Do
1: you? Yeah. See, I think it was
0: a. Fu- it's kind of a fun scene. I mean it's completely silly, but I just hate it's the only way to get him to get his pen out is for her to do this nonsense.
1: Yes, because she wants him to... He makes some crack about her not being the best that he's ever had. And she takes great offense at it and gets him to um, write on a bit of scrap paper that's floating around. It's just... Um,
2: it's yeah. stupid. <laughs> it's
0: just a way of getting him to get his... Like, why didn't they think of a device that would make sense for him to get out at that moment rather than a pen? I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just... I don't like it. Exploding crops. Yeah, you see it as a fun thing, and okay, that's that's fine. I personally don't like it.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see what you mean. It, it it is, as I said, it's silly, it's stupid, but I yeah. I didn't mind it. Okay. So he takes out his uh, his gun pen thing and he shoots her with it. And at first it doesn't work very well, and she thinks that she's uh, she starts laughing again. Mhm. And then it explodes and blows her up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. She's
1: dead. I did quite like that it didn't work right to begin with. I thought it was quite...
0: Yes, yes, I enjoyed that moment.
1: You mm-hmm. enjoyed the moment where she blew up?
0: Well, not obviously not that par. Yes, no, I'm just clarifying. <sighs> so Felix turns up, as yeah. he often
1: does in this film.
0: That, why is it... <laughs> that's another thing. He just turns up just after... From nowhere. Well, like, apparently he's been watching
1: everything that's been going on. Yeah, but just, not Just helping. letting him get on with it. No, yeah. yeah. Doesn't he say something like, how long have you been there?
0: He does, yeah. yeah.
1: they managed to evade the police that are turning up by pretending to be a boxer and his trainer.
0: Yeah, even though uh, Felix is wearing shoes and socks. Yes, but don't notice that no yeah I don't have to notice that
1: So me, so apparently Bon likes a he likes a vest. yes. Tucked into his um undercrackers. who doesn't?
0: Fair enough. All right. <laughs> He's got white fronts on as well. Yeah, but and no shoes and socks. He yes. took his shoes and socks off. Yes, he did.
1: Even though he's the one riding the bike. Yeah. And where did he get the bike? Um,
0: uh, they're everywhere in uh south of France. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, now he's being uh, stereotypical. Yeah, he got onions hanging from. Them. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there a siren? Is that a police car? <laughs> At least they didn't go what was that? <laughs> it's a sick horse. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, like, later... I don't,
0: I don't like those meals with those, you know, a first course, a second course, a third course, and then a sixth course. Oh my god! So Felix
1: uh, and and Bond are checking out Lago's boat under the under the water.
0: Yeah. Um, they're scuba'd up. Checking it out makes it sound like they're like, whoa, look at this boat. This is a really good-looking maybe boat. it is. Yeah, he's like, whoa. Look at the, Look at the, whoa. The angles. The what? The, the tillers. Oh, it's got nice yeah. tillers. Mm. Look at the rudder. I love a good rudder. <laughs> Calm down. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I mentioned rudders. It's uh, yeah, my yeah. safe word. Is yeah. <laughs> it? Does it work? Rudder.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Roddy L. Uh,
0: <laughs> that doesn't work. it has to be Rudder. <laughs>
1: All right. Rudder. So they manage to open up the hatch underneath the boat, and mm-hmm. Bond slips in. Yep. But unfortunately, the hatch closes, leaving Felix outside. Oh, how, how unfortunate for Felix. Yeah, he just goes away again. For he's like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, Bond is then captured, mm-hmm. and he's given a dressing gown and taken to, uh, to
0: see Logo. Did you say he's given a dressing gown? a uh, dressing, dressing gown. Oh, dressing, dressing down. gown. Okay. He's given a robe. I thought told off.
1: He's given a robe and a towel. Okay. Very, very hospitable. Mm.
0: Fine.
1: Yeah. Bond villains usually are at first, aren't they?
0: Actually, that's true. Yeah, Even from Doctor No, they're very friendly at first. They give you a nice meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true.
1: Largo asks Bond if he wants a drink, and he smirks. And this is the moment. I was talking about earlier he smirks at his reply I think it's something like he says oh um do you want it stirred or shaken or something and he puts it a certain way and then Bond sort of like sort of like nods and he goes oh of course and smirks at him
0: okay
1: just again it's like oh we're not allowed to use it but we're going to find a way around it and turn it into a joke so Largo shows Bond around his boat Mm. including his secret operations room
0: Always good to show your uh, enemy agent your secret operations room. It is, and then he lets him just wander around willy-nilly, doesn't he? Willy-nilly? Yeah,
1: by himself. Okay, yeah. So Bon goes to his cabin to get dressed, and Domino enters, demanding to know what's going on. So they head to a dancing studio room on the boat. And cleverly, Bond uses the loud music to master the talk so that Lergo in his secret Wank room can't hear what they're saying.
0: That's right, although I don't officially think it's called the Secret Wank room but yes that's what he calls it. I don't think he calls it that I mean actually he's the last person to call that Everyone else on the boat probably calls it that but Lergo's not going to call it secret Wank room That'll be weird, right Yeah, probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. unless
1: he's got a, he's got a, 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 a actually pinned to the door.
0: Oh, secret wank room. For some reason, I thought he was going to say unless he's got a natural official wank room, and this is just a secret (laughs) wank room. It's good to have a backup. Oh well, that depends what you're into. And we'll leave that
1: there. So Bond, uh, Bond tells her about the uh, tears of Allah, and says that he's going to kiss her, and he wants her to respond as if she likes it. For two reasons. Number one, to provoke Largo, and number two, because he's a dirty old bugger.
0: That's right, yeah. And of course, yeah. that is a chat-up line you've used many a time. <laughs> Just pretend you like it. Yeah, yeah. I want to I kiss you. Just pretend you like it, love. Hell, pretend you like it, love.
1: <laughs> Don't say that. You
0: hey, That's you. That's you, that is. <laughs> Ooh,
1: is. We're doing the fast show now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did start off doing that.
1: So Largo freaks out, and he there's an alarm goes off. Who starts the alarm? I missed
0: that. Domino sets it off.
1: Domino sets it off the alarm, and Bond gets out of the room, and um, Largo um, appears in the the dancing room, starts freaking out, smashing photographs and smashing mirrors with an axe. Mm -hmm. Bond heads to the operations room, and he gets into Largo's wank room. Um, He avoids all the jizz on the carpet, and he watches Largo lose his shit, on the monitor, while also sending out an emergency signal to M.
0: Yes, because you can do that. Just open communications and send Absolutely. away. Absolutely.
1: So M gets the message back in London, and um, Edward Fox gets to uh, overact again a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. So Largo takes Bond to his secret stone palace in North Africa. Again, yeah. not a good plan for Largo. Really, no. this
0: at this point, Cui Largo,
1: he's a very dull villain. He's trying not to be, though, isn't he?
0: Yeah, but he is dull, he's though. He
1: yeah. really is. Most people in this movie are. Yeah. Apart from Fatima. Yes. And Bond himself. Yep. And even he's not trying. Really. No, no. Mm. Yeah, I see what you mean. But just a bullet in the back of Bond's head is probably the best way to go
0: at this point, isn't it? You've, you've already got him. Just why, are you take, why are you taking him there? It, it would point. It would put Bond out of his misery. It <laughs> it would, Sean Connery <laughs> out of his misery at this point, point.
1: and everyone else watching the movie. And
0: then the film just ends. Bond will not return.
1: It would go <laughs> at in, the end in, of, in memory better than this.
0: It was, this yeah,
1: yeah. So Lager has Bond taken away, and uh, he gets all vengeful and creepy with Domino. Gives it's her. A, he it gives her a giant novelty soap. He does. It, it does look like soap, doesn't yeah. it? It's this statue that he says is priceless. Yeah. And he says he forgives her um, for her betrayal, but she tells him that he hates him for what he's done to her brother. Yep. And she drops the uh, novelty soap and smashes it on the floor. Yep. Largo loses the plot, as we all do at this Joe, point. Not not anymore. hour ago. Anymore. Yeah.
0: Wait, there was one? Okay.
1: Yes. He starts whistling and smashing statues and things, doesn't he? And yeah. So he then has Domino tied to a post. And
0: Bond is shackled in a dungeon that overlooks the courtyard. This is a strange thing as well. Why tie her to a post? and So then... well, they're going to
1: sell her, aren't they?
0: Yeah, but Why even sell her? What's the point of this thing? I don't get it. Like, where did, LIGO just went, ah, we're going to sell her. How does that come? How's that the first thing you think of?
1: I suppose it, it's it's there to show how sadistic he is. He doesn't just want to kill her. He wants her to suffer because you know what these um, bandits are going to do to her.
0: Yeah. you could just make her watch this film. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if
1: one bought her and just took her home and she's expecting the worst. And then, um,
0: she lives a life of looks, right?
1: Exactly. Just treats
0: her really nice. Yeah. And he's a really nice, a nice guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: She, she doesn't she's... know what she's missing, does she? No, that's true. You're right. So Bond then tricks Largo into giving away one of the bomb's locations, which is in Washington. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just tells him.
0: Well, he does, but he just says it's right under the president's feet. hmm how, how does that tell you anything? What does that mean? How do they but know what that is?
1: I suppose he's assuming that the president, president of America is in Washington, I suppose.
0: It's under his feet, wherever he stood.
1: At any given time. So, it's in his <laughs> they're shoes? Wheeling around, they're wheeling it around in the sewers. No, oh, no, he's going that way, quick!
0: But it, it, it's not, like, uh, it doesn't tell you anything. Is it under <laughs> the Abe Lincoln statue? Is that what they mean? Like, what? where is this? How mm. do they know? What, from this description, how would you know where it is?
1: Well, well, well Bond figures it out, so... Yeah, all right. I, you know, no, I, it's it's ridiculous. Yes, it is. Um, so, Lago then leaves. As he goes... He puts the radio on for Domino, which starts to play the music that she was dancing to earlier.
0: That's nice. It's nice,
1: dude. It can feel homely. Yeah. So then Bond uses his laser watch that we saw earlier, mm. that Q gave him, to yeah. um, get himself out of the shackles.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the bandits turn up on horseback and start to uh, chuck their money around in a bid to buy Domino. And there's one guy in particular who's very keen.
0: Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean he's he all he's seen all all, all year is probably um what? Well wow. Alpaca
0: Alpacas. Who's that? Mm-hmm. Is he an Italian gangster? Alpaca <laughs> 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 Yeah, they
1: made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh Largo leaves on a boat with the bomb in tow. The guard looks in the cell, finding the that Bond's disappeared. Wow. He goes in to search the room. But Bond is actually hanging out of the window and grabs the guard and pulls him out to his death. Yeah, I'll pulls a badly CGI'd image. It's not even CGI, is it? I don't no, know what this is. It's like, it's like Chroma Key, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's weird. Mm. So Bond fights his way out and he steals a horse and uh, rescues Domino. Mm-hmm. And the bandits give chase and Bond escapes by... This is where he rides the horse off the edge of the parapet and crashes into
0: the water below. Yeah, and also throughout this, we get music that sounds like it's something from a 70s daytime quiz show.
1: Yeah, it's. Ter- I mean, I actually wrote a note that this whole sequence needed the Bond theme over it at this point. It's that if this was a regular Bond movie, this is where they'd be playing the Bond theme, wouldn't yeah. it? Though he rides in on a horse, saves her, and then rides the horse over the edge where he thinks there's no way that he could escape this. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a
0: submarine that appears with
1: Felix. <gasps> oh, he.
0: Oh. Felix, you turned up just after everything's happened again. How nice! Well, Bond should be checking himself for a tagging device at this point. <laughs> so Felix appears, and the
1: the, uh, the submarine blows up the fortress. Yep. And uh, they take Bond and Domino on board. Now on the sub, Bond and Domino take a shower together. And doesn't he make some quip about this isn't what his time in the navy was like? Yes, he never showered when he was in the navy. I, I just presumed that he meant that he was usually showering with other men.
0: No, I just think he never showered. He just used a sluice with a flannel. Sluice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. It's a horrible word, isn't it? Sluice.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they used to call the submarine Scrublands, remember? Oh, yes, of yeah. course. Yeah.
1: Where well, got he got the idea for it. Right? That is, yeah.
0: right. Mm. She doesn't want Bond to go
1: after Largo, but he shrugs it off with the usual wit. So M contacts Bond, uh, telling
0: him that the Washington bomb has been disarmed. Mm-hmm. So somehow they found it. They, they found it. From the clue, under the president's feet, led them Absolutely. straight to it. Not a yeah. problem.
1: And uh, he wants Bond now to go after Largo and find the second bomb. Mm. He's back on the payroll. He is, yeah. So the submarine locates Largo's ship, but it's empty. There's nobody on board. So Bond works out that Domino's pendant is a map to where Largo is hiding out. It's... Mm. um. It's a cave or something, isn't it? Yes, the Tears of Allah. That's right. So um, there's an underground cave and we see um, Largo and his little frogman team taking the bomb
0: into the cave. Yeah, is it just me or is this this the point the film becomes incredibly uninteresting? It, It just stops, doesn't it? Okay.
1: Yeah. I actually wrote a note, this film has grown to a halt. Yeah. Yeah. But i always find that as we said with regular bond movies anytime you have moments where it involves a lot of aquatic stuff
2: yeah yeah you just
1: become disinterested right yeah so then the submarine launches these uh, missiles that turn into um jetpacks that are carrying both
0: bond and felix Oh, yeah. This is the... Um, the rip-off jetpack things, the kind of rocket cages that they're standing.
1: Yeah, because in Thunderball, doesn't he have like a jetpack that he He does, with? yeah,
0: yeah. Again, not great effects. Oh, no.
1: no. No, no. Come no. back, Derek. So they land the uh, the jetpacks, and then they uh, scuba up and go down into the cave underwater.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Largo and his men have unloaded the bomb into the cave, and Bond and Felix arrive looking around. Right. Uh, they watch from behind a rock, Bond tells Felix to radio in their position and bring in help
0: before he goes off on his own. He does, yeah. Why doesn't he just wait? Ah, uh, because he's Bond, and the film would be dull if we had twenty minutes of Bond and Felix just sitting there talking. It's it's, it's already dull. Well, yeah. <laughs> It'd be
2: duller. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So Largo then gets onto his Skype, which is remarkable
0: for 1983, to uh, tell Blofeld how well he's doing. It's actually better than now, because at least they don't get, like, uh, constant ringing or drop connection. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what they had Can in Can you imagine if <laughs> Felix is like... <laughs> and then it's like, what's that sound? that You know, the sound that Skype makes constantly <laughs> for an hour while you're trying to call somebody he's like yeah. well it should work they're right over there
1: i, I can hear it. your camera's not
0: on no hit that button no the what the other one <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hello Can it i can you hear me until oh. i see a bond <laughs> boom he's what he's dead de- he's dead right he's de- yes but
1: you got... Can- but no, no! Don't I, wave your pussy at me. Switch it off. Yeah. Switch it back on. <laughs> yeah. So Largo then um gives his evil monologue, doesn't he? And he starts spitting out water all over the place. And yeah. He, yeah. He's trying to make himself interesting. He's not succeeding. He's not. No, but he's trying. He's, he's trying. Tried. The actor's trying. Yes. So Bond climbs up um to the highest part of the the um the structure, and he leans against a giant stone head and sends it crashing down. Right. And then uh, a firefight erupts between Felix and Lagos'
0: men. Yeah, including one guy who shoots the gun out of Bond's hand, mm-hmm. but can't actually shoot Bond. It's amazing, isn't it? He only
1: trained to shoot guns.
0: Yeah, it, surely it's harder to shoot a gun out of a person's hand than to shoot the person. You would think so. You would, You would yeah. think. So.
1: Luckily, the Navy then turn up to help out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Largo and a few more um, of his men drag the bomb further into the cave and arm it, and they push it off into the water.
0: Yeah, because, you know, you're about to think, oh, ah, this film's finished, and then you think, oh, no, we've got more to give us. Yes, yes.
1: I kept looking at the time code to see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Surely? Really? Uh, Really? (laughs) No, no, still going. And then you think, like, oh, well, it must be a, a big ending. And oh then, yeah, it must be. Gotta be, hasn't it? Oh yeah, you'd think so. Well, what actually happens is Bond scuba's up, mm-hmm.
1: and he prepares to follow Largo and the bomb, but um, the place starts to collapse, mm-hmm. and loads of masonry falls down. And it blocks the way into the water. Yep. So Bond has to call for a chopper, which then winches him out, and they drop him into a nearby well. He says, "I'm going to try the Oasis," which sounds like a nightclub. He does. So he he drops off into of course, the in, into the well. <laughs> yes, I was dropping <laughs> off as well. Yeah. Okay. He catches up with largo who's in the who's who's also scubaing off with the bomb and they have a bit of a fight yep. I say a bit it is a bit of a fight uh,
0: uh, yeah it's terrible but okay
1: and bomb manages to stick his knife in the engine of the of the mini sub carrying the bomb mm-hmm. and it, get, it gets all out of control and suddenly pins largo to a rock and we get horrible music throughout this scene absolutely and it's good. it doesn't help nope. i mean it's already dull as it is but yep. So Bond begins to disarm the bomb, but Largo has managed to um, grab a hold of a, of a harpoon gun, and he aims at it at Bond. And, but suddenly, Domino appears. Hey, at least it's not Felix. That's true. And she shoots him dead. That's the end of Largo. Yep. So Bond, then, we get our big uh, big ending. Wait, 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 that was the big ending? No, we get our big ending now. Oh, do, you oh. have, do, do you want to hear what the big ending is? Yeah, I have to. Okay, the big ending is Bond disarms the bomb and takes Domino's hand, and they swim away. Yeah. Oh big ending big ending yes yes so later bond is uh, relaxing by the pool with domino and he tells her that the old days are over and he'll give up all his old bad habits like forcing women into un- uh, compromising sex positions and drinking and massaging murder. them without permission <laughs> yep. and wearing his shirts open to his navel he's gonna ditch all of that he's yep, gonna do that to slippers and a pipe Absolutely. But suddenly, he is a man creeping around in the undergrowth. Someone's lurking around. Bond grabs him and throws him into the pool. Oh, great. It's only Mr. Bean. Yeah. Uh, the faucet. What's his
0: name? Small faucet.
1: Small faucet. I was thinking Midget Tap, but it's not, is it? Small
0: faucet. <laughs> Midget, <laughs> Tap. Midget oh, Tap. That not to be a good good name. Don't tell Bond at some point. He says, uh, I always have a martini at five. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and then he's a I always have a martini at five, and at ten past the hour, and at quarter past the hour, (laughs) and at twenty past the hour, and at half past the hour, and then it just fades off. That's how it should have ended. Yeah, but it doesn't. Fawcett tells
1: Bond that M wants him back, that without him in the service, he fears for the security of the nation. Mm -hmm. Never again, says Bond. Never, asks Domino. They kiss. And Bond looks into the camera and winks. Yep. And that's the end of Never Say Never Again. Great. So, Colin, what do you think of Never Say Never Again? Oh, God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's assume it's a Bond film, okay, for now. Okay, all right. I'm trying to figure out whether it's the worst Bond film. Mm -hmm. Like, is it worse than... Die Another Day. That was a question I was going to ask you. You don't need to now, Paul. I've saved you the <laughs> time. And is it? You know, I think it is. Okay. Because Die Another Day is half of a good Bond film. Mm-hmm. And while the second half of Die Another Day is rubbish, I don't remember being bored during Die Another That's Day. It's
1: true. That's true, yeah.
0: This is just a very dull film. There's only, mm-hmm. like, three action sequences. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, action sequences are not the be-all and end-all of a film. But they are important in a Bond film. They punctuate everything else, don't they? Yeah. hmm It just feels like people are going through the motions, and the only actor who seems to be trying is, of course, Barbara Carrera. But, yeah, I'm not keen on this film. The music's terrible. It misses all the Bond tropes. Rowan Atkinson's not very good in it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, you know, it's a five-second role. Mm-hmm. It's just a very uninteresting film. Mm-hmm. For me, it's a big miss. A big miss? A big miss, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. that's
1: interesting. I've got a slightly different view of it than you then, I think. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the end of uh, <laughs> this episode. Of... I saw
0: this at the time in the cinema when it was released. You went to see this at the cinema? I did, yeah. I even Got Octopussy hanging around the cinema screens and you went to see this. I did, yeah. And even at the age of nine or ten, I thought
1: something was a bit off about this film. Right. I think the lack of, as you say, the lack of all the Bond tropes that they can't use, the Bond theme, the lack of the gun barrel sequence, the way that it all felt a bit... feels a bit rough and ready compared to what Roger Moore was doing at the time. Right. All resonated with me as a kid, made me think this isn't something not right here. And that hasn't changed Mm. when I watch it now. Okay. But I do think... The first 45 minutes of this film aren't that bad.
0: I like the stuff in the in the retreat. Do you like the stuff in the retreat in Never Say Never Again more than the retreat section in Thunderball? No. Okay.
1: Because the, the retreat section in Thunderball feels like it's got a, at least a bit... There's less action in it, but it feels like it's got a little bit more class. Whereas this feels classless. I think, at times. Mm. But I, I find it enjoyable. I like the fight. In, right. in the retreat, okay. even though it's ridic- ridiculous and stagey. Right. The bike chase is fun, I suppose, in a rough kind of way, you know.
0: But it's like stunts that are not as good as James Bond. Exactly. This is where I said
1: it feels like a fan production. Right. Do you remember the, the not the Star Trek continues um, fan show, but the other one, the Phase 2 thing? Yes, yes. Feels a bit like that. <laughs> okay. They're trying really hard. They obviously want to make something really, really good, but they're not hitting it quite right. Okay. Even a half-assed Connery is still watchable, I think. And this is a half-assed Connery. I do like the idea of an older Bond coming back for one last mission. I mean, it's something that they even try a bit in Skyfall, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. But the second half of this film just slows it right down. The the villains are more two-dimensional than than ever, really. Than any other Bond villain.
0: It's because it's the wrong villain. It shouldn't be Largo. It should have been Fatima. Yeah, I agree with that completely.
1: The underwater stuff is just dull. Mm -hmm. And the wink at the end just says it all, really, doesn't it? So I don't hate it, I don't think, as much as you do. Okay. But it's
0: definitely not a hit. So when you say never say never again, you probably should. You should. Let's hope that our next film that we look at leaves us on a higher note. And... In our next episode, we're actually going to be beaming out in search of God, and you can't get any higher than that. We're going to be joining the original Star Trek cast in Star Trek V, The Final Frontier from 1989. If you'd like to suggest a film or TV show, then you can send an email to retrospection at email.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, on Twitter, at Retrospecky, and on Instagram, at Retrospection Podcast, all one word. Please subscribe and rate us wherever you listen, because it puts a smile on Paul's miserable face. (laughs) Uh, You can also hear the themes and songs from the films and shows we review at our Spotify playlist. And finally, if you'd like to support our old episodes and help new ones coming along, then you can lower our server cost by supporting us via patreon.com forward slash retrospection. Thank you to our current Patreon supporters who make sure another month goes by that Paul doesn't try to make some podcast money by donning a spangly feather-topped outfit and training to become a magician's assistant. Because nobody wants to see Paul sawn in half. Oh, wait a second. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Have you heard? They've invented a dating app just for foresters. No. It's called Timber.
2: Don't let go. There was danger in the world.